confidence, but like you have to take care of yourself. And if you don't, you are, it's going to translate into others. You're not going to be as like happy or helpful or as whatever, like you're, yes. if your cup is empty, you can't like overflow into other people. Welcome to Mermaid's Medicine Cabinet, the podcast where we open up the medicine cabinet and discover ways to optimize our mind, body, and soul, plus adding some salt water in there, diving deep into functional and integrative medicine topics and all things health and wellness. I'm Megan Perry, a board-certified physician assistant, and I'm so happy that you're here. Let's see what's in the cabinet today. Today's guest is pharmacist and model Olivia Hack. In this episode, we're welcoming the, that transition from the late 20s to 30s with open arms. In our discussion about mental health, the importance of support systems, working full-time in healthcare while pursuing your passion and chasing your dreams, building your identity and confidence, being resilient, body positivity, manifestation, gosh, you freaking name it. This one is a goodie. This is probably one of my favorite conversations I've had. Honestly, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had the chills during this episode. If there's something that you feel in your soul that you need to do, I bet by the end of the episode, you have that actual freaking push to get after it. Just do the thing. You got this. You can do it. And it's in your soul for a reason. Best thing you can do is find out why. All right, let's get cozy. Treat yourself to a cup of coffee and let's dive in with Miss Olivia Hack. Hey Liv, thank you so much for being here today. Can you start off by telling us some things about you? Yeah, so um, my name's Olivia Hack. I'm a pharmacist. So um, I've been working as a pharmacist for six and a half years. Yeah, God, that's weird because it like went <laughs> by so fast. Oh my God, time flies I when you're yeah. trying to get your shit together. <laughs> But, um, so I, my husband and I just moved to Cleveland. We have a dog named Sophie who is our pride and joy. Um, but she's she's the most precious thing in the world, but I digress. But, um, (laughs) every time. So like when we moved to Cleveland, um, I got a job doing mail order pharmacy. Um, and then I started to pursue modeling because when I got my new job, I had, a little bit more downtime. And it's always something that I've wanted to do. Um, And then I just kind of had time. So I started before pharmacy school, obviously in pharmacy school, I couldn't like I was just Mm -hmm. too stressed and too much going on. And I actually went to school out of state too. So that didn't help matters. But um, so then when we kind of got settled, got our house, everything was like, I thought was settling. I was like, oh yeah, let me pursue modeling. Um, and it's been like this crazy journey of, um, you know, wanting to do this, wanting to deep diver or <laughs> deep diver. Oh God. We need to, <laughs> we need to edit that. I, I love it. <laughs> Dive deeper into something that you're passionate about, but you move mm-hmm. to a place that you don't really know anyone. So it was really starting from like the ground up essentially. 
Um, but that's been the fun part. Um, there's Sophie. <laughs> that's been the fun part about meeting and networking with people um, that I wouldn't have otherwise um, met if it weren't for modeling. So yeah, um, that's pretty much in a nutshell where I'm at and who I am. And yeah. So that's amazing. Like yeah. to not necessarily have to fit in one single box, you know, following your passions and I think that's mm -hmm. so important just to keep saying, especially working in healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And you know, too, it's like healthcare is so exhausting and you go through all this schooling, but I feel like some people have like a creative side that they have to fulfill. Yes. And like you, you know, <laughs> like you do healthcare, you love that, but there are other aspects of life that you're like, I just want to do this like in mm -hmm. my downtime or as a hobby or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been a cool journey working, doing what I love, but also like, you know, picking up something that I'm also passionate about and it's kind of like an art, you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's fun. So, yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. What's your favorite part about modeling? Um, so my favorite part about modeling, um, I honestly would say meeting new people. I know that sounds like kind of cliche, but um, like I said before, so like when I started off, we just moved to Cleveland and I literally, I didn't know anybody. Um, so I just kind of networked, um, and got to meet these really, really cool people, um, whether in Cleveland or out of state or like, and I feel like the people that I've met through networking in modeling events or just modeling in general, I like love so, so much. Cause like, I feel like those are the people who are like, you know, out for your best interests and are genuine and who are like trying to help you and, mm -hmm. um, you know, things like that. So I feel like the people have been my, has been my favorite part. Um, especially now that we are kind of established in Cleveland, I feel like we mm -hmm. have like a little bit of a group that we can kind of go to and know, and, you know, like to hang out with too. So, yeah, it's yeah. so important to have that like supportive group. Anywhere. Yeah. And well, and too, like even meeting you, like joining like the SI Swimfluence um, team and like network, it's just so funny that you, you're so different, but you have like common interests and it like, you meet someone and you feel like you've known them your whole life and you're yes. like, oh my God, where have you been? Like, <laughs> and I, it's just like funny because I feel like we haven't known each other for so long, but we have so much in common that it feels like we've known each other forever, you know? Yes. I so, feel the same yeah. way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And just like hearing so. your voice, it just like uh, adds that missing piece to the puzzle. It just yeah. all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. <laughs> what is yeah. your favorite beach and ocean destination that you've ever been to? Okay. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll like this answer coming I'm, from being from Hawaii. I but, think I already know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Linakai beach. I knew it. Oh my God. Okay. So I didn't even know it like existed. And we went to Hawaii last year and we stayed at like this resort and we were kind of going back and forth. It was like an hour Uber drive. And I was like, you know, let's just go. Everyone keeps recommending it. I'm like, whatever. Um, it was like kind of expensive to get there, but I'm like, sure, let's just go and stay and then come back. Yeah, it's we an hour got Uber. There. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then like we couldn't get an Uber home. It was like really difficult. Cause once you're yes. there, 
everyone's like, yeah, I'm done for the day. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> so yeah, so we had trouble getting home. But when we were there, I like, it felt like a dream. Like it was so pretty, like the bluest of blue waters and like, and it's funny. Cause like, I feel like no one really was there. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't crowded at all. And, um, we actually went twice. We ended up going back cause we liked it so much, but we went the first time to paddleboard and, um, which was so fun. And then the next time we just went and just chilled and I think we did a little snorkeling, but it yes. was just unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. So beautiful. I love so, it. I love yeah. it. I actually live 10 minutes down the road from there. <laughs> oh my God. I it can't. Is the best place. <laughs> uh, I feel like I would live there. Are you there like all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we- <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so it's nice. The be- it's the most magical. Yeah. 100%. Everything about yeah. it. I think something about the water there. It's like an extra yeah. shade, different shade of blue. <laughs> like, yeah. Like and no it's, other. And no, it's so funny because I actually took a video on Instagram. And someone messaged me and they're like, Hey, love this video. Where's it at? What filter did you use? And I'm oh. like, I didn't use a filter. Like, this is like real. That's Whoa. how nice it is. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. That so. says everything right there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Okay. I have another weird question for you. Okay. If, if you could have a drink with anyone in the world, who would it be? And why? <sighs> Um, okay. So this is like, I feel like everyone's probably going to know my answer, at least in like this from the Swimfluence app and stuff, but obviously Kate Bach, cause I just love her. I feel like we have like super similar styles. Like mm-hmm. she like has that like neutral aesthetic. Um, and mm-hmm. she's like super simple, but like, just like stunningly beautiful and like, you know, has been like doing, a bunch of other stuff, designing swimsuits and launching Pompette and all that stuff. Um, and Vestry has to come <laughs> because I love her dog and I'm just <laughs> like the cutest little thing. But I just think it would be really cool to like pick her brain about like her years and experience in modeling and, um, you know, how she's progressed as a person like throughout her journey and kind of like picking your brain about like what's your favorite shoot or you know things like that I don't know that was like the first person that came to mind and like I just kind of knew I'm like this is gonna be my answer yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but she's like well you know she's like iconic like someone that mm-hmm. I feel like um when I was watching her like inspired me to like start my modeling journey or at least pursue it even more you know like everyone's like oh I want to do modeling but like as soon as I saw her like 2020 cover like reveal and stuff I'm like this is freaking cool like and it I don't know it was just really fun to watch and cool like from an outsider's perspective like to see her go through that and all the things it was yeah it was awesome so I love that I totally see it like completely and it Mm -hmm. kind of brings us back to what we were saying before about like connecting with people with different interests and like pursuing your different passions Mm -hmm. um and she's kind of looks like she's hitting all of them and it's really cool to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I just, I feel like there's like nothing she can't do. And I'm like, gosh, like, how do you do it? Like, tell me your secrets. (laughs) But I mean, other than being like stunningly beautiful, but you know, other than that, like, you know, she's like an entrepreneur too. She's like doing really cool things and like 
her wedding was like insane. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Like <laughs> iconic. Like just like to like hear her like about designing and like the details and like all that stuff. I feel like that'd be really fun. Yes. Yeah, so, her wedding just yeah. looks so romantic and <sighs> dreamy. <laughs> perfect. Like it's like straight out of Pinterest. I'm like, uh, but like, yep. <laughs> but it's, it's Pinteresty, but like she made it her own in so many mm-hmm. ways that it's not Pinterest. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like a carbon copy of like everyone else's like wedding. It's like definitely, definitely her own. So that's like cool. effortlessly. What is the biggest challenge that you've faced so far with pursuing modeling and with um, going in pharmacy also? So the biggest challenge, um, I think like, I don't know, I guess we'll start with modeling because we were kind of talking about that before. Um, It's always hard um, when you go into something new I feel like the, the place where I was like, as a person with my mental health, like I really struggled, um, to like know who I was and find my identity. And I knew very quickly, um, that if I found my identity in my jobs and, you know, this modeling career and took all the nose to heart that I would be in a bad place very quickly. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think that's like the really difficult side of modeling that no one talks about. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of rejection and you don't hear about that because you never hear like, Oh, I was going to model for this, but I, I didn't get it. Like you always just see the people like modeling for, you know, whatever brand you're like, Oh my gosh, you got it. That's amazing. Good for you. But you don't see the other people who, Um, you know, auditioned and didn't get it and who could have killed it and, you know, felt like super confident that that was their, you know, that was their job and they didn't get it. So that was definitely something that I had to figure out very quickly. Um, you know, don't find your identity in jobs and don't Mm -hmm. find your identity in your looks. Like I feel like with jobs and stuff, um, they're, they're looking for a certain look. And it's Mm -hmm. not that you're not pretty enough or you're not skinny enough or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just that you don't fit what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I just had to tell myself that, um, you know, I think that the nose, the big nose where you're like, God, I want this so bad. And then you don't get it is it's really tough. But, you know, I think everyone to a certain degree has to have a little bit of thick skin when it comes to that kind of stuff and just realizing, you know, um, maybe it's not the right time. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe another opportunity like it will come and it's just, you know, um, you know, going to come up and present itself in a different way with the same company or a different one. Maybe you're not the right fit, whatever. So, um, but yeah, that was definitely something that I struggled with early on. Um, but the other thing too, as I like kind of segue into pharmacy, it's kind of nice because I learned how to do it quickly. And I'm sure you probably understand this. Like you're so busy that you don't have time (laughs) to be like, oh my God, like, did I get that job or not? Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like (laughs) it, like, honestly, it's so crazy because like you, you apply for a job and sometimes like, I'll get like, Hey, you're like on hold. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot about this. So that's the good part. Like 
I feel like having like a full-time career in healthcare, like has its advantages. Like I'm not banking on modeling a hundred percent because I feel like if I was, it would be a lot harder when I got the nose for jobs that I was like really excited for. So, um, wow. I love that answer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But don't you feel it? Like, I feel like you're so busy sometimes, like even with just like auditions and stuff, it's like, how do I find the time you find the time, but like, it's like, you're really, people don't understand. Like you're really like working two full-time jobs. Like, although Mm -hmm. it looks like a part-time job, you know, you'll get a couple gigs here and there, but like the auditions and the, you know, the stuff that like taking digitals all the time and the self tapes, like people, again, people don't see that. And like, they don't understand. It's not just walking in front of a camera and being like, hi, I'm here. Okay. Take my picture. We're done. Like there's so much more, you know, about modeling and about the specific jobs that you get and what goes into creating a picture that people don't realize, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even imagine what that feels like, like going in front of the camera to that extent. Like that, (laughs) that alone, it seems like the hardest part and like all these other factors and Yeah. 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 It's, um, you know, it's something that it's, it's funny too. Cause like each shoot's obviously different and they're like, obviously looking for different things each time. So, um, I always like try to get a vibe of like, Hey, like, what do you want? Do you want like super edgy or like cute and giggly? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you looking for? That way I like know what I'm getting into. And like, I don't, cause like, I feel like if I didn't know I'd freeze, like, but I didn't have time to prepare. And I mm-hmm. obviously, you know, depending on who you work with, you kind of know up front, but, um, you know, sometimes the creatives can be like, Oh, let's try this. Let's try this. So it's always like flexible and different when you get there, but yeah, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to someone who like might not be as strong in the confidence category? Cause it seems like it takes a lot to be bold enough to go in front of the camera and take all these no's and keep moving forward. Um, yeah. do you have any advice for those of us who could strengthen in that confidence and like what you do yeah. to try to keep that up? Um, I, it's hard, you know, I feel like honest, honestly, like when I first started, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence. Um, and I just, I watch the people who are, um, very confident in the industry. Cause I feel like you have a lot to learn from them and like, why are they the way that they are? How are they so confident? Like, because I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, they get so many no's and like a couple yeses and like, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's very competitive. So, um, I just kind of like take advice and like, listen to podcasts of like people who are like talking about confidence and like, just like things like that. But I'll tell you what the, um, the zoom meeting that we were on the other day with Katie and Kristen. Yes, that was, Oh my God. That's exactly what I needed. It's so perfect. Yes, (laughs) I know. It was great. And I, I seriously, the biggest takeaway from that, because I think it resonated with me so much. Um, when Katie was talking about, um, how she's like more confident when she's like in her routine, because she like has her routine and like, just as a person, like she functions better that way. And then like, when she fills her cup up, like she can like pour out, you know, to others and like 
be her most, you know, genuine self around others instead of being like exhausted all the time, like, you know, just running around trying to get like 50 million things done because she's so busy. So I think too, like that really hit me because I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a routine person. Like, and I notice like when I'm out of routine, I feel you're exhausted because some people just thrive on that consistency, you know? So I really was like, oh my God, there's so much truth to that because, you know, you are not going to feel good going out with other people and you're not going to feel confident if you're like exhausted and you're like, well, I just want to wear sweats or like, I just, oh God, I just want to go home. I like want to get this over with. But like, if you like take care of yourself and like prioritize your mental health, whatever that may look like. And, you know, whether it be a routine or not, everyone's different. Um, When you like focus on yourself and what you need, you can be a better version of yourself when you're with others and you can be more confident in that. And I think lately that's what I've been like focusing on. I'm like, God, that's so good. Like, seriously, that was, that really hit me. So, um, you know, just like watching people like that, because, you know, you look at them and you're like, you have so much going for you and you're so confident. Where do you get that? And like, they Mm -hmm. say something like that and you're like, Oh my God, I could do that too. Like, you know, it's just like simple things you Mm -hmm. don't think of. And then you take that advice and incorporate it into your life, whatever that may look like everyone's different, but yeah, it's just like, it's cool to like hear that kind of stuff from like people like them. Cause I don't know. They're just super cool people so yeah yeah they really are and when when they yeah. say it you're like oh yeah I do feel way better when I do that and you're like I have to do that. what is something that you've experienced that has made you stronger so okay with pharmacy this is kind of crazy I'll make this one short because I kind of like the modeling one a little bit better it ties into like kind of more me now but um when I first graduated pharmacy school I like literally started working in like not a great area. Um, and I just like, obviously you're fresh, like from graduation and, you know, you don't have a lot of experience, like actually working as a pharmacist. A lot of things are like, you just struggle with it. Like as soon as you start, I feel like you don't really get to get confident in your job for like another year or two where you're like, yeah, I got this. Mm -hmm. Um, but my first job was overwhelming because of the location um, first and foremost. And then I literally had three techs quit on the same day. Like they all put in their two weeks on the same day. And I'm like, oh you know, it's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. So we were, I mean, we were left with like nothing. We had one tech who was like pulling 12s, like literally just waiting on people because we were so behind. Everyone's like, where's my stuff? We were like 500 scripts behind. Um, but I think, I mean, God, it was like miserable to go through something like that. But I think the one thing that I was happy about, like, you know, that you're like, okay, like looking back, I can appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, was like, you realize how much, um, you know, the technicians have in, you know, making like the pharmacy in a day, like function and Mm -hmm. go smoothly. And if you have good help, you know, they like will make the day go better. If you don't have any help, if like you have no text or you're working by yourself, it's like a lot. And I think Mm -hmm. that's when I started to realize like kind of their role and how much they, you know, do to make my day better. 
because when yes. you have no one like and people are screaming at you it's like oh my god so that was very very difficult um but you know again you get through everything that was like a crazy season um but again I think perspective looking back I'm like grateful because it it helped me be you know a better pharmacist having that perspective of how much they do um you know a better idea of how things run and you know the flow of day-to-day whatever so um but modeling so I think the hardest thing obviously is like you kind of get kind of like what I was saying earlier like you get attached to jobs because you know, you, um, apply for something and they're like, Hey, like, are you free? Yes, I'm free. Like I will like free up my schedule for like the next two weeks. Like I'm free. I want to be there. I want this job. And then they're like, Oh, you, you made the short list. It's like, Oh my God. Like, okay. Like they, you know, you have something that they want possibly. Um, then you're on hold and you're like, Oh my God, like I'm pretty much going to get this. And then they're like, yeah, we don't need to. And it's like, Oh my God. And it's like all this buildup and, you know, you kind of get like attached to these jobs before you like actually get them. Um, and I think that was definitely a lesson that I had to learn early on again, kind of what I was talking about before is like, you can't guarantee that you're going to get a job just because you're on hold or you're on a wait list or, you know, they like something about you, whatever. Um, so I think getting so many no's when I was like, oh my God, I got this. I want this so bad. And you're just like, you don't, it just consume, it consumes you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think just having those no's and that rejection, if it's something that you're really passionate about, you're going to like, it's going to kind of fuel you to be like, all right, what do I need to do now? So the next time they need, you know, a blonde or whatever, Um, I'm going to put out new digitals. Um, I'm going to up, you know, um, get new pictures for my portfolio. Um, You know, just like things like that. So, you know, it can do one of two things. Obviously, you can quit and be like overwhelmed and like, I hate my life. I don't like this. You know, rejection Mm -hmm. is hard no matter like what form it is. Yeah. Um, Relationships. uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's awful. So, you know, it's just, again, one of those things like you can either like, you know, let it kill you or you can get stronger from it and be like, all right, so let's do something about this. Like, why didn't I get the job the first time? Maybe, maybe you didn't have the look that they were looking for. Um, but you know, there, there are things that you can do to, um, you know, help your cause and like, kind of like advocate for yourself, keep your digitals updated, like, you know, have good lighting, um, you know, work on your portfolio, work with different people, you know, like things like that. So um, just perspective when getting those no's on how to handle them, I think has really helped me a lot. Yeah. It's like that famous quote, um, you can't control the situation, but you control the way it makes you feel in your actions. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it sucks, but like, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, and again, I think there's always, it's always okay to be like, God, that sucks. And like, be upset about it. You know, you, sometimes if you're like, if you really want it, like definitely take your time and like process that and like, kind of like grieve it. Like, that's what my therapist always says. Like, (laughs) like you always have to grieve. Like if you're like, really want something to happen and it doesn't happen or it doesn't go the way that you want. Like you're just like grieving that process of like, Mm -hmm. 
the, you know, what ifs and, you know, could have, would have, should have, whatever. So yeah, like you're grieving, like the job that you really wanted that you didn't get, like, by all means do that, take your time. But then, you know, after I think you just become a better person and a better model and, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're like, all right, I hated that feeling and never wanted again. What can I do to like make myself better? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love that. So, and yeah. even if it doesn't end the way that you want, there's still something that you probably learned from it that just kind exactly. of built up and made you stronger and yeah. building up your confidence. Cause any new situation is also uncomfortable. And yeah. every time you go to a new job and like meet all these new people, you're mm-hmm. just further putting yourself out there. And exactly. I guess that's what builds confidence too, is getting more and more comfortable situations and you don't know yeah. you do. Yeah. Them. I, I think it's, um, really important to realize like for people in this industry or just like in general, like putting yourself out there is so hard. So like, you know, if anything, just be like, Oh my gosh, like I'm putting myself out there. This is uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me. Like that is yes. something that like, you should be like, this is amazing. I'm really proud of myself and like take time to be like, that was a huge step. No matter what the outcome was, good, bad, whatever, like you're like growing in that regard when you put yourself out there and like you have to like adapt and overcome in like certain situations or like, you know, anything uncomfortable is going to be good in the long run, even though it doesn't feel good at the moment. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. it can be hard to remember that or keep that in mind. You're like, oh, I should have done this. Yeah. Like, it's just because it's scary. It's something. Uh, it's yeah. a reaction to fear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like it's like anything in life. Like, I think we become a greater version of ourselves when we like do things like that and learn from it. Like I said, good or bad, like then you kind of know what to expect for the next time. And like you push yourself and like push those boundaries. You know, you don't you don't want to be in your comfort zone your whole life. So, you know, to be successful or to, you know, kind of grow into a better version of yourself, like you have to do those things, you know? Yeah, exactly. What would you say to someone who um, might be hesitant to step outside their box and because of the uncomfortability or because they don't think they're good enough or, um, you know, just those limiting belief feelings? Yeah. That's a tough one. Um, you know, I think, I think it all starts with, um, having a good support system. And I've learned that because I feel like a lot of my confidence in my foundation, if I didn't have people around me being like encouraging and being like, you can do this, like, why, why aren't you doing this? Like put yourself out there. Like, you know, you're perfect for this where you have that, all that self doubt because, you know, it's just human nature. Um, I think like having a good support system is really, I mean, important, I think is probably one of the main things. Um, but yeah. And then another, one of the best pieces of advice that I got. So one of the, um, she's the owner of Siskiss, her name's Meg and she like literally like is the most awesome, like boss bitch like you've oh. ever met me. she's like I'm yes gonna do this and I'm gonna make it like so big and it's gonna like be amazing and then after like she makes it happen every time I'm like oh my god I don't know how you do this but then oh that's after such that, good she's energy like, right. to be around 
Yes. And like, it's just really motivating. Like she's such a good entrepreneur. Like she's like, there's literally nothing I can't do. I'm going to do this. Like, how am I going to make it work? And then (laughs) once she does that, she gets back and it's like, oh my God, that's so great. She's like, what's next? And I'm like, whoa. You know, for someone like me, who's like intimidated by, you know, taking that leap of faith and like kind of doing things that are uncomfortable, um, I was just like really encouraged by that because I'm like, oh my God, like this, this girl is like, you can do it. I can do it. We all can do it. Like there's room for everyone to succeed, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> wow. um, yeah, I, I just want to like bottle her energy in a bottle and just like sprinkle it on <laughs> whenever. Yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. What's her yeah. secret? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea, but I want it. Whatever it is, I want Me it. Me too. <laughs> I, I remember one time she posted on Instagram and I screenshotted it and I had it like as my background for so long. And it was like, yes, the fuck you can. And I'm like, <laughs> that is so simple, but so profound. I'm like, what's holding you back? You know, like, and I, I think so many times, like, I just be like, oh, this would be cool if we could do that. Well, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you pursuing that? Like, yep. and people who have that mindset, like, go do it, make it happen. Like, how are you going to, how are you going to get it done? You can do that. Like, I think people who push you like that, like, are just like, seriously, the people you need in your life. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'd be where I am without like people like her being like, you can do that. Go do it. Like what's holding you back? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm scared. You know? so, yeah. But yeah, just like people, again, it kind of like, it kind of comes back to like the encouragement and support yeah. group. Yeah. But like you just, you just We're need people circle, in your baby. life. Yeah. You just need people in your life to be like, go freaking do it. Like you can do it. And like to help you and encourage you and support you no matter what happens to be like, you know, if this is something you truly want for yourself, make it happen. And I'm here no matter what, you know, good or bad, um, to kind of back you up. So yeah, I think, I don't know, I think just like having people that challenge you to, again, be a better version of yourself and be like, here's my goal, how am I going to do it? And after mm-hmm. you get it, like, go further and go further, you know, what yes, I mean? rather than yeah. bring you down, and it could be easy to yeah. keep yourself around those people that don't do that and do the opposite of that just because you're like the comfortability factor. Yeah. And it's hard too. I feel like this is like a huge lesson that I've learned. Like there are so many people, you know, when you try to do something like that you want for yourself and you're like successful, it's like hard when people don't support you and you're like, what are you doing? Like, you have a full-time job. Why are you modeling? Like, And you just get that gut feeling, you know, and Mm -hmm. you just, and then, you know, you have people on the other side of the spectrum, like Meg, who are like, literally there's room for everyone to succeed. I want all of us to succeed. We can do it. We're going to be amazing. There's nothing we can't do. And I love it. You know, you, you really, really need to figure out who those people are in your life that are rooting for you and keep them close. And like mm-hmm. anyone else, you're like, Ooh, do I have to like please them? Or like, are they mad at me? You're like, are they mad that I like posted this picture? Like, you know, mm-hmm. who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. honestly, like you're like, you know, we're the same. 
same age. Like you're old enough. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions. Like you don't have to like please other people do what you want to do and do it well, you know, and, you know, bring along the people who want to, you know, watch you succeed and who are going to encourage you. So. I have chills from that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I could talk the, my, my support groups in Cleveland um, have been like amazing. And it, it was kind of the weirdest thing um, when we moved here. Cause again, I didn't know anyone and you know, it was just like me and Garrett and I was like, all right, well, I'm trying to meet new people. And like through the networking. <laughs> kind of bored of you now. I know. Like, <laughs> like uh, we got to get out no. a little bit more. But, <laughs> but, you know, you just like, you gravitate toward the people who want you to, to succeed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crazy because I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that the people that, you know, I have my close support group would like exist because I've never had that before. Like I was like telling Garrett, we were talking about it like um my hair salon like all the girls are like so like literally like hype girls like they're like yeah like this is amazing like for everything and I'm like this you know you don't you don't get that Dude, you need that you, you need that, that all day every day that'd be so I cool I know oh, yeah. I know yeah and like people like all the girls at Siskiss like they're so supportive and so like encouraging like I just, I just have never had that before. And I feel, honestly, I feel like it's rare. Um, but you know, when you find that, like hold tight to it. And I think again, you know, you start to realize like who you are and like, you kind of like grow into like a better version of yourself. Cause like, let's be honest, like our twenties were a shit show for me. Like I was in school half the time and I was like miserable trying to figure out who I was like struggling with my mental health hardcore. And when I hit 30, I'm like, I have the right people around me to like make this amazing. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just like putting my twenties behind me and be like, yeah, Bye. Like I yes. can't do this, you know. So thirties, it's the new twenties. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, it's you know, I'm sure you know the feeling. Like it's like after you go through all that schooling, it's like you're exhausted, and then it's like adjusting to your career, and it's like there's so many things that you learn about yourself along the way, and it's like now that you kind of like have an idea of who you want to be and you know, stuff like that. You just, again, you just kind of gravitate toward the people who are supportive of that or like Mm -hmm. help you build an environment where, Mm -hmm. you know, being that person is possible. So that reminds me of probably why we both were gravitated to the Swimfluence Network. Because that was the first time that I've ever you know, experience that kind of (laughs) girl gig. I know. (laughs) Just like at your hair salon. I know. Yeah. And it's like, and it's crazy again, because like, you don't know these people, but like to have people like genuinely like root for you. It's like, I love that. And it's like such a positive atmosphere that like, it's, it's rare to find, but again, it's like, this is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hold on to something like that. Cause like the girls there are just like, I know. And I know. And it's like, it's so cool because, you know, I think like when I first started modeling, like, you know, I was young. I didn't, again, didn't know who I was. And I feel like it's like that kind of like that high school jealousy phase, like, oh my God, like I wanted to get like that Nike campaign and like looking at like Mm. Ashley Bird, like doing like amazing things. I'm like, 
10 years ago, I would have been like, damn, I wish that were me. Like, but now I'm like, (laughs) you go girl. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, it's just like, I get so excited for people who are succeeding in something. Cause like, again, there's like room for everyone to grow and there's like, you exactly. Know, it's, yeah, it's not like a doggy dog any world anymore. Like everyone, there's room for everyone to succeed, and I feel like the Swimfluence app really represents that well. So, which is great. You know, we need we need more of that. I just wish the whole world was like that. But you know, absolutely, we need like that same Zoom meeting, like on a monthly basis, like with yes, Kristen and Katie, as they were saying. Um, I want to bring it back a little bit to what, uh, something that Kristen Harper said that really resonated with me, um, is when she said that she noticed herself that she was growing into her own skin. And, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's like that perfect time period age bracket that we're in like late twenties, early thirties and transitioning, um, to thirties. And I think there's just so much self growth that happens during that time. Um, yeah, I just thought it was so cool how the way she described it, how like she was, her confidence was from like her knowing more about herself and like growing into herself, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's so funny because like, I, first of all, I just, I feel like they're like the dynamic duo. Oh yeah. Like as I swim, I love them so much. I just like, (laughs) I want their energy. Like, again, it's like the, you know, keep the people around you that like, have that uplift you supportive. And yes girl power. And like, exactly and I just that translates with them so well and I feel like you you know genuine people like when you're around them you just instantly you know. get that like yeah. yeah you you just you get that feeling and like I feel like that with them especially when Kristen was talking about that I'm like you can see it it like translates so much into like both of the things that they're doing, like, you know, with Katie Austin, I like feel like she's like glowing every time she's working out. I'm like sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I don't look like that. Like, you know, and then it makes like, me like, want to go out and do it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't look like that, but like it's fun. I'm gonna of. try. But, yeah, exactly. But like honestly, like I feel like when you're again, like you grow into your own skin and you, you know, have that confidence about yourself and what you're doing and like knowing you're you know on the right path and like have the right people supporting you it translates it shows like their picture I they never take a bad picture and like it translates (laughs) in every aspect I'm like god like you know and I think I think really in life when you hit that you know hit that season in your life where you like finally are figuring who out who you are it's like you realize like how good it feels to like finally be there you know what I mean because I feel like for so long we're like Mm -hmm. I just I you know I'm tired I'm stressed I'm like studying like all this stuff and like finally when you like are established again and like what Katie Austin was saying about her routine like once I got into a routine I'm like oh okay this feels like so much better and like you start Mm -hmm. to gain confidence about yourself and like confidence in what you're doing and you know just again and just like translates in in so many ways but yeah like I feel like the transition from 20 to 30 for sure is like growing into your like like a new version of yourself that's like so much better than we could ever imagine like Mm -hmm. more fiercer (laughs) yes yes I bet it just keeps going though and then going to your 40s like that every stage has its own like certain 
time of growth and yeah like almost like a new revelation like I'm discovering this about myself like Mm -hmm. you know I like 30s is like confidence and like finding out who you are and like Mm -hmm. your career path and like establishing that like 40s I feel like would be like you know, you're set even more so. And like, you have your routine, you have your family, you have your support system. And it just like keeps getting better and better. And like, so many different ways, like, I I mean, obviously, I'm not 40 yet. But like, I feel like it's just gonna be so much better. Like the best is yet to come. You know what yes. I mean? Everyone yes. dreads 30. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm pumped. Like, I'm living. Over yeah, here. <laughs> I know. I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. No, like growing up in the 90s was awful. Well, I mean, it was good in so many ways. You know, we didn't have as much technology and that was like all cool. But like, God, like the stuff with like body image and yes. like, you know, mm. I just like it's not what it is now. And I feel like there's so many good things that are coming from that and like yes. self-confidence and body image and like body positivity and stuff like that, like yes. that we didn't get when we were younger. So I feel like now that it's like coming up and like out, it like makes me even like more excited. Cause like, it's just like only getting, only getting better. Like the industry is like growing and like being more inclusive and like being more supportive of like women, you know, it's just, it's a cool thing to watch. Okay. So speaking of the (laughs) nineties, um, I love that you brought up the, um, body positivity and how things are changing now. Cause I can think back like growing up, like as a preteen feeling so uncomfortable on the beach in a bikini and like trying to cover myself up and wear all these layers and like as a preteen you shouldn't care you shouldn't be caring about that right it's so sad the low rise jeans like oh my god lord help us all like and they're making a comeback and I'm like I refuse absolutely not no because like you know you know the feeling like I just felt like not good in that you know you're just yeah. like insecure everyone was like I don't know never mind like, yeah, the- every time you bend over your butt crack is showing like, <laughs> I, know, I know even better like what are you guys doing you can figure it out for yourselves <laughs> oh god I just can't I I shake my head at some of the stuff they do like the, all the stuff that's coming back I'm like you can you can figure that out for yourself <laughs> although I, I'm gonna have to say I'm kind of digging it because it reminds me of like Britney Spears or like the pop singers I agree. <laughs> see I agree I like like the Y2K vibes I'm like definitely down with that but like the low rise I'm like high-waisted forever <laughs> I will never go back. go back like I can't it's just too much trauma <laughs> it's crazy how like styles change so frequently like you just kind of keep all your wardrobe and just keep it for life and it's I know, gonna like yeah. rotate <laughs> I know yeah who would have thought really but but oh. speaking of the 90s um what would you say to younger live? Ooh, I feel like that's like a really good question. Like, I feel like that like makes me kind of emotional. I'm like, oh my God, like, what <laughs> do I say? There's so much, so much that I want to say, but like, I don't know, like how to like, like kind of like narrow it down. Um, so I think I feel like there's just like a general theme with like literally everything that I talk about. It's just like, don't find your identity and what others think of you, um, you know, the jobs you do and don't get 
that kind of thing. Cause I honestly, I feel like when I was younger, I really, it really hit me hard and was like, you're not pretty enough. You're not X, Y, Z. And it's like, you took you're that gorgeous. to heart, you know, <laughs> everyone struggles. Like, and it was just like, it's just a tough time, like growing up. And it's just like, you have to get to the point where you're confident in yourself. Mm. And, um, I think the point when I really realized, like, I don't care what I look like in a bikini. I love food. And I just honestly was like, you know, there's balance to everything. But like Mm -hmm. when I wasn't so strict, I was like so much happier. I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. this is great. So, you know, just like kind of like chill out. Don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself Mm -hmm. a break. I definitely am a perfectionist. So Mm -hmm. God, like, just like, don't do that. Like just chill a little, you know, nothing has to go perfectly. It won't. Um, and that's okay. But I think the biggest thing kind of circling like back to the mental health thing is like, I think the most important thing that I would tell my younger self is like, your emotions are valid. And I think that because like, I feel like also it's like kind of like a generational thing too. Like, I feel like our parents were taught by their parents and like, I don't even know where it started, but like, you're fine. No, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're overreacting. It's fine. You're fine. You know, everything's Mm -hmm. fine. Like those memes, I always laugh at them. I'm like, oh my God, no, no, you're not, you know, and it's okay not to be, but, um, I think when I, kept hearing that, you know, as I was growing up, not like necessarily from my parents or anything, but like just in general, like, I feel like everyone was like that. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you got hurt. Like, Oh, you're fine. Like get up. You know, it's fine. Like you're okay. Like, did you break? Like, no, then, you know, get up. and It's like, uh, I don't know. Like, so supposed to hide it and like be stoic and yeah, everything's all good. Yeah. And I think like, growing up, I think it just wore on me so much because then, you know, you hear it so much, then you start to do it to yourself, you know, like, oh, like, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Like, no, it's not. So I think I really just hit like a breaking point. And I was like, I am not okay. Like, seriously, like, I remember like I was on night shift, we had Oh my God, so much going on. Like we just moved in our house. We had all these renovations going on. We had no floors, no kitchen for five months. I was on night shift. So when they, when they were doing renovations, it was while I was trying to sleep. So like, and then like my time off, like what I, I was trying to like get back into a normal rhythm of, you know, my week off and like, um, day shift, I guess, um, they were here working. So I was like, I couldn't even take a nap. I couldn't like sleep. And like, I just think it like messed me up so much. I was already like mentally, like with my mental health, not in a good state because I just felt like I just kept pushing everything under the rug and being like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you're not eating good, cause I didn't have a kitchen, you're not eating good. You're not sleeping good. Like my body clock was completely upside down. Then it just was like, oh my God, I... I don't know what's going on, but like, I, I don't know what to do. And I like, I just can't, I know something has to change, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, my, my story that I always go back to, um, I'll keep the airplane one short, but so I like really, really, really hit my breaking point. 
um, I was on night shift again. Um, I would like get migraines. So like on holidays, on Thanksgiving and Christmas, I would have to like be with my family. So I'd have to switch Mm -hmm. during the week, which always messed me up. Because like if I switched, normally I was used to like having a week off and like whatever. But like when you switch and then flip back to nights, you know, the next Mm -hmm. day, I always would get sick. I'd get like migraines. Mm -hmm. It was just a disaster. So Christmas, um, I did the transition and I was up during the day. Oh no. (laughs) And yeah, I, I remember being like, this isn't a good idea. So I think we had like Christmas brunch so I could be there. Um, and then I was like, I have to go to work at, um, I started at four or five, pulled an all nighter because we were going to Colorado. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so I like pulled an all nighter essentially, um, worked until, um, four o'clock in the morning, didn't sleep, got on a plane with like, you know, during COVID, like you have the mask and stuff. And like, I got this weird thing I developed like during COVID and maybe it's normal. I don't, maybe I'm crazy or weird, but I like got all of a sudden I just got like really claustrophobic all the time. Cause like, I feel oh. like you're so used to everyone around you and then all of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. stay away. And then I could see then, that for sure. Yeah. And then when it comes back, I'm like, Oh my God. Like it was just like a weird thing mm-hmm. that I like kind of like had happen to me. So I can see that. Yeah. Totally. On, <laughs> on an, on an airplane. I was in the middle seat with a mask on and it was winter. So I was like dressed warm with layers. Mm -hmm. I always, I always sleep and I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to pass out. And I like had the worst anxiety attack of my life because just because I like wasn't sleeping good. I wasn't eating good. My body clock was so messed up, like so many factors. Um, I wasn't, I just wasn't taking care of myself. So yes. Um, long story short, I made it. I didn't think I would. I thought we were going to have to do like an emergency landing. I was so embarrassed. Like, you know, it's just like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Like I was helpless. You can't go anywhere. You're on an airplane. So, and like, it wasn't like we were almost there. I felt like it was like, we weren't even close. So anyhow. Absolutely terrifying. It was. It was very scary. But when we got there, like, I really didn't ski. Obviously, I was, like, miserable. And I remember um, we took a couple pictures. And, like, because I was still in that state of mind, like, oh, take my picture, like, for Instagram and stuff like that. And I was like, this isn't real life, like, at all. Like, no one knows what just happened. But, like, Mm -hmm. if I post this picture, they're going to be like, oh, my God, she's, like, has it you know, has all her stuff together and like, you know, they're spending New Year's in Colorado skiing. I'm like, I'm like falling apart. (laughs) So I think when I was looking back at the pictures, I was like, this, something's not right. And, um, I was reading Kevin Love's article and I, I kid you not, like, I remember where I was, like, I remember reading it because I, I felt like, when I was on night shift, when I would like wake up and do stuff, it was just so much more memorable. I don't know why, like, because like half the time I just slept the whole day and then went to work. Mm -hmm. It was like depressing, but, um, I remember so much of waking up to Kate box 2020 cover reveal, like all that (laughs) on Instagram. I was like, I couldn't sleep. I was like, Oh my God, I'm here for it. You know, everything like kept popping up on Instagram. But the other thing was when I read his article, 
And I remember reading it and being like, oh my God, like, I feel like, I seriously feel like someone is like, like, that's me talking. Like, mm-hmm. in, I've, I feel like. So powerful. Yeah. And to have someone like Kevin um, speak up about something like that, mm-hmm. I feel like he just is like able to reach so many people that way. And so many people can relate to that. And like, you know, I feel like to a certain degree, everyone's like, you know, to a certain extent, like ashamed. And like, I don't want people to know that I live like this. Like, I feel like I just am a naturally anxious person. Like, I just like, I just am like OCD, ADHD, just like all the time. So like, it's crazy because you would never be able to tell at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're with me for a day, you'd be like, this girl's crazy. I have like a lot of quirks and stuff, but you know, like, it's just hard. Like some people just are naturally like anxious or naturally wired like that. And it's really hard. I think my whole life, I, I felt anxious and I felt overwhelmed and, you know, just different circumstances growing up in life. I always felt like I had to be the perfect daughter or the perfect person or be the, you know, perfect, everything perfect. But Mm -hmm. I was miserable. Like, and so Kevin in his story was talking about like achieving his way. Like he, he kept trying to like achieve his way out of depression. And he's like, you, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Like no matter how much you try to like be the perfect person or like win an NBA championship, like you can't, you know, like you, you just can't like achieve a life and be like, yeah, well, because I got to this place, I'm not depressed or anxious, or I don't have these problems. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I feel like that, that feeling is going to fade eventually. Like, obviously it's like super cool that he won, you know, the championship, but like, you know, then you kind of come like back to normal life. And like, some people say that like about like weddings, it's like the post-wedding depression, like you have Mm -hmm. that buzz for so long and then it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you have to go back to work. Okay. Your wedding's over. Okay. What do I have to plan? What do I have to look forward to? And it's like, kind of like those highs and lows with stuff like that. Like, you know, and so I think that really resonated with me because I felt like my whole life, I just, for no really crazy reason, other than I just felt like I needed to be perfect. I just tried to be, and then I was miserable and I Mm -hmm. maybe on the outside looked like I had it all together, but I was depressed, anxious, having anxiety attacks, like, you know, and it just didn't add up. So I feel like, you know, that really hit hard. And then the other thing too, again, we were kind of talking about our age and growing into our, you know, our skin in the thirties and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like leaving behind the twenties. Um, another, another thing that he said was that I was like, Oh my God, like it's, it's so simple, but it's like, like profound. And I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Maybe because it just, you know, resonates with me so much, but he said it took me 29 years to realize what I needed. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm that old. You know what I mean? That's exactly and, what we were talking about before. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. And like, you don't, again, and I don't know if it's like a denial thing, like, oh, I don't need this. I don't need this. I'm, a, I'm good. I'm okay. Everything's fine. 
But like once you realize in your 30s, oops, sorry. My low battery thing just came up. Once you realize in your 30s who you are, what you need, and like just like I don't know, like I guess maybe like back to like Kitty Austin saying like how you thrive. Do you thrive off of consistency? Do you thrive off of chaos? Whatever that looks like, whatever, like what do you need? Mm. And give yourself that. And he was talking about like, you know, everyone's different. Um, he was talking about like medication and therapy. Like for me, I know that's what it looked like looks like, but like I consistently have been going to therapy. God, oh my God. I started off in 2020 or no, I'm sorry, 2019. Cause it was like miserable and no one knew, you know? And I was just like, Oh, I'm struggling. I don't really like my job. This, this is before I um, got my new job where I work now, but mm-hmm. um, retail stressful. And, you know, I'm just like struggling and like, I fight with my husband all the time and like, we're in so much debt and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, well, you know what, when I get a new job, when, you know, we have more money and when we, you know, have a house or something, we won't, life will be different. And then we got mm-hmm. that. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like You take yourself with you in those seasons yes. unless you like decide to change, you know? Yes. That's beautiful. And, oh my gosh. I'm chill. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. No, it's like, and I, I think I got to the point where I kept convincing myself once I graduate, once I, once I'm out of debt, once I'm whatever, yes. I'll be fine. You then know, I'll I'm be fine. happy. Fine. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, I'm not. Okay. So, you know, and like, it was kind of like refreshing to hear him be like, oh, it took me 29 years to figure this out. Cause I'm like, I thought my life was just a mess. And I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> like, I, I can't figure my own life out. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I need. It's like a shit show over here, but you know, it's like kind of refreshing to hear someone else like really struggle with that and finally get to the point where they're like, wow, like it's okay to like go to therapy and it's okay mm-hmm. to like get help. And like, it's like, it, I mean, it changes your life once you realize like the things that you need and implement them in your life, you know? So I love that. Why, why do yeah. you think a lot of people are afraid or hesitant to go to therapy or take action on it or, um, why do you think it would take so long to start your start healing and getting into in that direction? I think there's just a, there's just like an old, it needs to die, but I feel like there's just like a lingering stigma around mental health and going to therapy and stuff like that. And, um, that's kind of why like, um, SI swim so much cause they are, they, um, partnered with Maybelline and did that, um, campaign to like help destigmatize like therapy and mental health and like kind of open up conversations about that. Um, and I just feel like we as a society up until recently, just never, we, it was kind of frowned upon a little bit. And I don't really know the time period where it was like, um, okay to talk about and like, okay to talk about your feelings and like, okay, not to be okay. But like, I feel like a while ago, like as I was growing up, at least I feel like, like, I remember um, going through some stuff when I was like a kid and like being pulled out of class to go to therapy. And I was like, we didn't talk about that. Like, cause it was like, mm-hmm. you go to therapy. Like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I like kind of need it, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I just, 
I just think that there's just been this like long overdue um, stigma around it that just needs Mm -hmm. to, to change, you know, because I really think mental health is just as important as physical health and, you know, keeping yourself in check and in line Mm -hmm. and realizing what you need when you need it, how often you need it, whatever is just as important as like getting a checkup, getting your blood work. Like, you know what I mean? Like hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like we're definitely as a society moving in that direction where it's more acceptable to talk about it and therapy starting to be cool, you know? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. thank God, because maybe I'll be cool. <laughs> because, like, again, you like, are so cool. <laughs> it's just like something that I like, even when I started, I like, there were like a couple periods where I'm like, I'm again, it's like the stigma. I'm fine. I don't need yeah. it. Okay. It's all good. We've, ta- I'm we've strong taken enough. care. Yes. We've taken care of the problems that I've dealt with. X, Y, Z is done. I'm good. But now it's to the point where I am aware enough where I'm like, listen, I don't care what's going on. I'm definitely booking this once a month because regardless of if there's some like crazy tragedy in your life or whatever, like it's just nice to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And there's so many layers that like you can like kind of figure out about yourself and like even like your upbringing and the way you are oh my god like like an onion just peeling and never ending you're like (laughs) I know and like like like, random points are brought together somehow in like this beautiful fashion (laughs) and like I'm like how do you know so much about me and like you don't know me at all you know what I mean yeah so there's there's science behind it I just don't know how (laughs) I know yeah it's like mind-blowing but yeah but like again I feel like that kind of that comes with figuring out who you are you know like Mm -hmm. um even if it's just like a silly like hey like I'm struggling with this like I just need someone to talk to other than my husband because he's probably like gonna kill me and get this thing. You know, I feel you on that one. (laughs) Or like just someone to talk to, or just being like, I have this problem and I don't know where it's coming from. It's really like I'm really struggling with it. Like, can you help me figure it out? And like there's so many things that like she'll tell me and be like, oh, well, that's probably like, she'll ask questions. I'll be like, this is weird. Like, but it, <laughs> I mean, you just, again, you learn so much about yourself and the whole process that again, it's like that transition, you know, the older you get, the more you're like, you know, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. I need this in my life. I don't need this in my life. And you just kind of create that environment for yourself where you just thrive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think, totally. I think everyone should go to therapy. Like, I do honestly, too. Yeah. It, For it's sure. life changing. It like really you don't is. have to wait till that there's an actual problem. Like, right. You know, yes. it's kind of more of that preventative in a way. Yeah. All about 100%. preventative medicine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you hundred percent. Like, I just feel like even if you don't like, again, you don't have a reason to go just like having someone to talk to and giving you an outsider's perspective helps Mm -hmm. so much. And like, I, I don't know where I would be without help like that. Because, you know, it's just like, you can talk to, you know, your friends or your husband or whoever you talk to all you want. But like, these people like, seriously, give you a perspective that you've never heard of or seen before. And it, 
I, I can't even explain it. You know, it, yeah. it, it's just a game changer. So yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I need to like make a shirt like therapy is cool. <laughs> like something like that. Like, I need to like start branding this and like pushing it out. Like, because it is like, we just have to get to that point in the society. Like, today like where we're like comfortable talking about it and we're getting there we've made so much Mm -hmm. progress in that area but um you know I think one of the biggest things for me was when Kevin wrote that article and I was like if he can come out and say that you Mm -hmm. know like I feel like I can help like you know the people around me not obviously on a, a as big of a platform as him but um you know, just like it takes so much courage and strength to tell your story that mm-hmm. I think it helps other people struggling with the same things you, that you are knowing that they're not alone. And I think that's yes. like the most important thing, like yeah. other people struggle and you, you are not alone, you know? Mm-hmm. So and that brings it back to like support and community and needing yes. in that sense. Yeah, I think it's, it's all just, one yes big, one big cohesive circle yes full but, circle yeah. baby yeah as women too we especially like put a lot of pressure on ourselves too so like as we get older I think that like more and more we need to like talk about it <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah uh, I agree and we we are more inclined I think to to be like no it's all good like I should be strong enough to handle this like and I can't and then I can't put myself first and like yeah feeling guilty about that and then it's like guilt and shame and yeah and And I know like I feel like it's just like a nature or like kind of like like an instinct that we have like just like putting others before ourselves. And like, I feel like when you have kids, like being a mother and being like, Mm -hmm. like taking care of your child and not like your own needs. Like, I feel like that's where it kind of like stems from. It's just like, our like, I don't know, but it's, it's hard to get to the point to be like, I need to take care of myself. And it's hard to understand that if you don't take care of yourself, first you can't take as good of care as others as as you'd like to because you're Mm -hmm. struggling yourself so you know it's kind of like the thing that katie was talking about with the just routine or whatever like Mm -hmm. not just confidence but like you have to take care of yourself and if you don't you are it's going to translate into others you're not going to be as like happy Mm -hmm. or helpful or as whatever like you're, yes. if your cup is empty, you can't like overflow into other people's lives. So I think yes. it's really, really important for women to, um, definitely go. And, you know, there's just so many mic drop on that, by the way, all of that. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, there's so much pressure and there's so much, I feel like that we have that like we struggle with internally and, the day that we admit like, Hey, like I'm okay with admitting, like, I don't feel good about this or I struggle with this is like the day that we like start to grow into our real selves and change, you know? And Mm -hmm. again, just like growing into your own skin and it, again, it's life changing and it helps so, so much. And just like having that awareness about yourself, you know, whoever it may be, I think is 
really, really important. So I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, but you know, I just like, honestly, like I wish everyone, I just like want to give everyone like a free therapy session be like, just try it. Like, yeah. Literally yeah. like, just trust me on this one. Yes. But, I know. Yeah. I know myself too. It took me like a really long time and like, I would recommend it for my own patients like a million times. So like my friends yeah. and family, and I'm like, but when it comes to yourself, you're like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. And you're like, shoot, I tell everyone else to do this. I like maybe need to take my own advice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly. You. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but so true. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I just feel like those two crazy things that happened reading that article. And then, you know, the incident on the airplane, I was like, something needs to change. Something needs to happen in my life. And I think, I hope that people don't get to the point that I did where they're like (laughs) stuck on an airplane, like dying. (laughs) Um, I hope people get there sooner, like, you know, like preventative stuff, like Mm -hmm. going to therapy, but Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, taking action and sharing my story and sharing like, you know, the impact that that article had on me can hopefully help others and, you know, who are struggling to, again, Mm -hmm. you know, to know that they're not alone. So to have that feeling of being able to like resonate with someone and and relatability, um, yeah, that definitely makes a huge difference. Yeah. A hundred percent. So do you yeah. have any advice for somebody um, who might be felt like they're holding back from um, pursuing modeling because of their anxiety or mental health? If I can do it, you can. <laughs> like, honestly, um, yeah, it's hard. Again, I think, I think my recommendation would be And honestly, this isn't just with modeling. It's really true of anything in life. You have to be um, in the right state of mind to know who you are, to not be, you know, um, I don't know, to not, to know who you are, know who you're, um, I don't know, not know who you're, whatever. I don't know. I'm like rambling. No, that makes, that totally makes sense. Your identity, like your identity, because if you start to dive into something that may shake your confidence or you're struggling with something and it might interfere with that, it, it's only going to kind of like hinder it and it's not going to be a good experience. Like, um, I knew like my sister, when she, she modeled like way, way back when I was younger, she was older than me, but like you know, growing up in the nineties was really difficult and she struggled with her self-image. And it's just one of those things that I knew when I got into modeling growing up in the nineties and kind of like being around, you know, all the, like, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You don't look like Britney Mm -hmm. Spears. So you're, you know, not X, Y, Z, whatever. Um, that's hard. And again, you have to be confident in who you are and secure and, you know, your self-confidence in yourself to know that if you don't get a job that you really want, um, that that's okay. And like, just be okay with, um, rejection. But like, again, rejection comes in like any form in life. So, um, but honestly go for it. Like mm-hmm. I never know like, you try. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, I, um, 
crazy story. I have this, uh, I, she's like more than a mentor. She's like, Oh my God, I just love her to death. But I have this, um, friend, her name's Leah and crazy story. How I met her I'll, real quick. I don't want to, I talk a lot, but so <laughs> let's hear it. I know. So, um, Meg, I was modeling at Tiscus and you know how Meg's like, do it. You can do it. So, um, I had this idea in my head, like, I feel like everyone knows, like, I want to model for Aerie, but, um, so I had this idea and I did know that too. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's like, everyone, I like posted all over like manifesting, but so I, this is like, yeah, this is like way, way, way (laughs) back when, when I first started modeling, like, and no one knew I, you know, wasn't even part of like the swimfluence community or anything. And, um, I didn't, wasn't getting a lot of jobs and whatever. I was like, this is what I want to do. But no one had showed me manifesting. No one had showed me, um, you know, kind of like the, you know, you can do it. Why aren't you doing it? You know, whatever, kind of like the go get it. So I was talking with Meg one time and she was just like, literally, she didn't even mean to. She was like, yeah, if you want to do it, just do it. Like book a shoot, book a shoot right now. Like get all their clothes and just like book a shoot. And I was like, Oh, okay. So (laughs) I literally did that because I was like, yeah, like what's stopping me? The only thing that's stopping me is me. So yes, beautiful. I, (laughs) I, um, look, we all need a Meg in the group. Oh my God. (laughs) And Meg and Leah. Oh my God. So I literally, um, Google, well, not Googled. I was like on Instagram and you know how people tag each other. Well, I like follow everyone like in their like department and like who they tag and who they work with, whatever. So (laughs) I I I know. (laughs) I know you, but I don't, (laughs) but I found Lee and I clicked on her page and I had this thought, um, like months prior and I was like, no. And I had commented on one of her posts because she took, or she didn't make up for someone who was on, um, Times Square billboard. Oh. And I just put, I just put hashtag goals. I didn't know who she was and never met her before in my life. And she was like, everything is possible. Like, like, just like this really encouraging thing. Like you can like anything's achievable. I don't even know this woman. I was like, oh, okay. Like, she's not like, yeah, like, you know, it's really hard to be this great of a model. Like, yeah, you, you'll get there eventually. Like, she was like, yeah, like you can do it. Oh, and so I was like, okay, I know. So I like reached out to her and I was like, Hey, do you want to do my makeup for a shoot for sis kiss? I was like, Meg, <laughs> I told Natalie, the photographer was like, you guys probably don't have anything to shoot, but like, yeah, I'm just going to borrow your jewelry, take pictures. And like, she's going to come in and do my makeup and we're going to say it's a shoot, but I'm just making this up and I'm going <laughs> to wear like airy clothes and stuff. So she was <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I booked Leah London, who was literally the hair and makeup lady for airy. And oh my I, God, that's perfect. Oh my God. And like, just like taking that leap of faith, I swear to God, she is the most amazing person I've ever met in my life. Like who would have thought like a complete stranger who I was like, Hey, come, can you do my makeup? Like, I know you work for Aerie, so I'd like to meet you. Like would just be like life changing in that regard. That's amazing. You never know who you're going to connect with. And I love her so much. Like, yeah. And I just, I'm always like, I'll, I'll text her all the time. And she's like, so encouraging and so like uplifting. And like, honestly, it's probably half the reason why I'm where I am on my modeling uh-huh. journey. Like, so I guess other than, you know, be confident in yourself, um, don't find your identity and your guesses and no's, but just 
go after it because like, if I wouldn't have done (laughs) the things that I've done and like put myself out there and take leaps of faith and been like, Hey, Leah London, like you want to do my makeup? And she's like, Hey, sure. I don't know you, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I feel like I just wouldn't be in the position that I would be in. So you never know who you're going to meet. You never know Mm -hmm. how they're going to impact your life. Um, but you know, just do it. Like you only live once like YOLO. Like I know it sounds silly, but so true. Um, if it, if it's something that you really want to do and you really believe in, like you can do it like any, literally anyone can do it. So what's stopping you. And I think like Leah has been the biggest person that comes to mind to be like, well, and Meg too, but just like, yeah, do it. Like do it. You can do it. Like, like everyone can succeed. There's room for all of us. Like go after it. What's stuck? What's holding you back? So yes. Love that um, so much. Perfect. So I wish I could like give everyone a little bit of like their those juju. Two, like, yeah. <laughs> and when they met each other, I was like, oh my God, this is like literally the craziest thing. Cause they were like just feeding off, off each other. Yeah. So yeah, just do it. Like you can do it. If you want to do it, like go after it a hundred percent. No one, you know, nothing's stopping you. No one's stopping you. Believe in yourself um, and stay true to yourself too. You know, obviously that's like a big one. Like don't become Mm -hmm. someone you're not to, um, you know, achieve a certain look for a job or for whatever, like stay Mm -hmm. true to yourself. And if you do, like you'll go, you know, in the right direction and, you know, the jobs that you eventually want will just, you know, like the whole manifesting thing, like. Yes. Put it out in the universe and it will, you know. I love yeah, it. It's so. going to happen. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. I, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So all these, all these manifesting podcasts, I'm like, yes. I Me too. I live for those. Okay. okay. So we're going to wrap up now. Uh, we're going to definitely link up the article that we were talking about earlier and um, any other resources that you would recommend yeah. So the Kevin Love article that I kept referencing was um, to anybody going through it. And then um, the I was talking a little bit about the podcast that was so cool about the manifesting and stuff like that. The Law of Attraction yes. changed my life. I live for that one. I just she's got my kind of energy that I want <laughs> and I want to track. So yeah, I, I would definitely recommend those things if you're trying to like pursue something and not sure, like trying to manifest like more positivity and like learning how to manifest like stuff like that. So yeah, Love I just, it. it's, it's a, it's a good lesson. So I definitely recommend it. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Where yeah. can we, where can we find you? Um, oh gosh. Um, Instagram, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, live not, like, <laughs> your address <laughs> to your house. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I I do like t- a little bit of TikTok, but my um, Instagram is like my primary like social media account. But it's just livehack underscore. So yeah, it's just um, a little bit of modeling, a little bit of uh, life with my husband and dog, and house remodel. It's like a little bit of everything. Like whatever is like happening in my life, I just post it. There's no like specific content. It's just whatever I feel like <laughs> posting. So that's, no, that's yeah. the best. Like real yeah. life. Like a hush as posh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Posh, posh. <laughs> <For> Perfect. <sure. laughs> yeah. All right. But... Thank you so much for coming on today. Mm-hmm. Um I can definitely say that just following you from a distance even 
you've always seemed like a genuine and had this profound presence about you and thank you and I think that yeah. just verified further and thanks thank yeah. you for being I, on today <laughs> thanks for having me it's so funny like just like ha again like meeting crazy people through this modeling journey so I'm like happy to know you and I like feel like we're the same person so <laughs> I like I'm super excited yeah so but yeah, thanks for having me and like congrats on your launch of your podcast and stuff. You're going, you're going places. So. <laughs> Woo <-hoo! laughs> it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Woo, that's a wrap for this week's episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review on this podcast, subscribe, and maybe send it to a friend who you might think might enjoy it. Your reviews and passing along this podcast is what keeps it running. You can follow along at, at IslandShackPA on Instagram. Check out the blog at IslandShackPA.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending so much time with me. See you next Wednesday for our next dose of feel good.